Hello, welcome to another episode of Stadium Cast. My name is Martin. You may also know me as Inadequance. And I am Amanda, known also to the community as Lundberger. And um, our guest today is from this region that I have not heard much about, to be honest. Uh, Martin, have you heard of an APAC? I'm not quite sure what that even means. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know you've, you've dissed them quite a few times, but uh, today we have a guest who always delivers. May I introduce you to Vroom Vroom Pau? Uh, Vroom Vroom Pau, welcome on, welcome on the cast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Martin. Hi, Amanda. Um, so I'm Vroom Vroom Pau. I've been battling in Pokemon Go for a long time. I think over it's been, it's been since 2020, like around the time GPL came out. I don't think I was that good for a long time, but like, I mean, it's I, I, I feel that I have been playing, doing pretty okay at the game for a while now. So yeah, that's like been, I, I have been playing Silk for the past two or three seasons and I have played Silk factions as well for a long time. Like in my primary teams were Jungongs and it was the Delhi Darmanitans. I think the latter is the one that is, I think, a bit more well known right now. Yeah, I, I agree. For the for those of them who didn't know, there was a joke that because of the self factions and there was this big global tournament going on. I made this mistake early on saying that there was uh, no winners of the first round were going to be from the APEC region. And that was actually unintentional. I was just like quickly putting things together by name. But you guys like really stepped up. And I think like... I mean, you guys were doing fantastic. Do you guys want to give us a little rundown of the team and how you performed? Yes. So um, I joined. So that, that so I, I I come from the city of New Delhi, which is the capital of India. So that Delhi Dharmaitans appropriately is is basically a bunch of friends uh, who like I was I was in Dues and Gongs before, and like the, I was friends with a lot of people from New Delhi, and we I joined their team and. They were making a they were making a run at the Emerald tier. So I joined them for the first time when they made Emerald in cycle three of factions. Mm -hmm. And then surprisingly, within the first cycle, within our first cycle in the Emerald, we we won eight. We won the APAC and we went eight one. And uh, like that was that was really amazing. That was a really good run. And then recently, we have been competing in the self world. Um, we made it all the way to the top eight. Unfortunately, we just lost. Like last last week, we we just lost. Um, yeah, I personally, I was I was a bit happy with my performance. Like I had back to back three years in in the top, both in the top sixteen and the top eight. So personally, I was happy. But I feel, of course, like there's going to be a bit of disappointment that we we couldn't make it past certain. We couldn't win it all, you know. So there's definitely that. I think your opponent was Metal Raptors. Am I? Uh... Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're all. They're also in, in an Indian team. Yeah. Are you rooting for them now? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I mean, if there's, uh, I I noted very surprisingly to myself that there are no Emerald winners left in the top four anymore. So no, no, all the four teams that are left have not won Emerald before. Really. So so I feel that all four of them are kind of the underdogs at the moment. But like definitely, I have a very golden rule that if I lose to a particular opponent or a team, like I by default end up supporting them to win it all. So like since we lost to the Metal Raptors, 
I am supporting them to win the match. Fair, fair, yeah. I mean, well, if if everyone's the underdog now, no one's the underdog anymore. So I think it's gonna be a, a real interesting four that I have that we're gonna have okay. here. Yeah. Um, speaking of Sylph, uh, you had quite some success last year in the Sylph World Championships. Can you tell, tell us how you qualified for that for some uh, who are not as knowledgeable about Sylph? Yes, so I spent, I, I battled throughout the entire season. So like Sylph, this year Sylph had six months of the regular season, but last year it was, I think, seven to eight months. Mm -hmm. So I battled almost every month and I, I was uh, global rank 45. Uh, Surprisingly, I did not like so, so earlier Sylph used to have this format, which was they would have a regional, like for example, like only a regional in which only the people can like only the player from India can participate, then they would have a continentals for like APAC, LATAM, EMEA, and NA. And then then eventually they would have the world. So surprisingly, I did not I finished like I just missed out on my continentals. But uh the world's top 32 criteria last year was that uh, players who are like everyone from every region they also took like top two players so i was second i was ranked 45 in the world and that was uh, the, i was the second best player in apac like second best best, best player in apac so i got a world's invite because of that in top 32 and then from the top 32 i was in i was in one of the groups of eight players i ended up sweeping my group uh, and it was a 6-0. I think two people, two players dropped out uh, eventually. And it was a 6-0 or a 5-0. I'm not, I'm not, I don't remember exactly. And in the, in the, then there was a top eight with like, which was a double elimination finals, which was, which was streamlined one pitch. And uh, I think I did lose once and I went to the loser's bracket and then I went up all the way and I won the finals. Yep. That was an excellent journey. Like lots of, lots of great offerings all the way. And do you feel that kind of puts your name on the map, or do you, or were you like, no, my name was already on the map before this, guys? You just haven't been paying attention. Like we, I, I've been working my way through the system. I was top forty-five, which is obviously very, very good. Or would you say that from that point on, people were like, oh no, I know who Vroom Vroom Pow is. So I feel that like when it comes to the hardcore PvP community, uh, many people already knew who I was. Like many people already knew about like still like this world championship happened around october last year and i have already been like reaching reaching legend or the leaderboards in like gbl and doing well in self for a long time like i've been i've been hitting legends in like season six so it's it's does that in, in the hardcore PV, pvp community like the name's already kind of on the map like i i'm especially with uh european players because I used to play in Europe for a long time and like especially with European players, like many people know about me. But I definitely think within the common within the general community, like winning the world championship definitely put my name out on the map. Because like so many people, I don't so many people who are not hardcore periods, but they also know that I won the world championship. So that was definitely uh definitely a positive thing for me. And the real question is from Broom. Can you do it again this year? Are you going to be a back-to-back Silph World Champion for the last ever one? Yeah. So uh, a friend, a friend recently commented, recently texted me 
and they said uh, lightning doesn't always strike twice so um and this was this was on a discord discord channel uh, so yeah definitely i i feel that it's i i always keep this approach when like last year when i when i won i i i remember like specifically when i reached the top 4 so like i had i i had to face face uh jason who's also number 1 on the overall leaderboard this season and then and there was like rise already in the winners finals and riblet and i remember telling some of my friends and teammates that you know i am perfectly happy with the top 4 opportunity like i was not expecting to sort of reach the top 4 even because not not that i wasn't working hard for it but i i, I don't wasn't thinking that okay i have to win it all but so it's it's and it did still turn out well and i ended up winning like this time is the same like i feel that it's a it's just so difficult like in such a difficult stage for for you to say okay i am going to win it all but yeah definitely i'm going to try my best so definitely i'll be happy if, even if like i can make a very good run and like even if some someone plays just outplays me or plays much better than me i would be more than happy to concede and like accept that i lost so but definitely i i it would be great if i can be the back to back world champion like i would i would love that so what was uh, the format of silver rules last year actually if i may ask so it was a it was a draft tournament so they mm-hmm. it was a draft tournament with a with a band round so in the first round in in the so every alternate round i think we would ban certain pokemon so like first there would be a band round mm-hmm. and everyone would ban a pokemon of their choice and then there would be a picks round so we would make our picks so for example there was this first, and and the and the round divided by their types so like first round we only had steel fighting and dragons so for example uh stunfisk was banned right away by someone else yeah and and azumarill was banned right away so many pokemon and then after seeing the ban list we had to pick from the rest of the options so and it it, it went on altern- alternatingly until we covered all the 18 19 types so after we covered all the types and then we all of us had a roster of like six pokemon all right Um, who, who was the opponent you feared the most? I believe I think there was Maximilian and Rise in your group, right? Of of last yes. uh, last few opponents. Yes. So personally, I was it, and it, it uh, fortunately for me, I didn't end up facing him. Uh, but I was really scared of Vani because I like I mean, so basically, like the draft sort of got over on Thursday or Friday, and then we had two days. to like just prepare ourselves and like mm-hmm. like do whatever we want with the matchups and then there was the finals like we like the teams weren't drawn live so like we knew of the teams like a few days in advance so i was preparing for my matchups and i realized like some like vani and vani and i think rise were the my toughest matchups uh, possible and so i definitely definitely scared of both of them definitely scared of vani more because because like I think I don't remember I think I think he had a registeel so vani it's it's a draft round with with bans right and somehow no one banned registeel so like vani has the best pokemon and this is a time when registeel had a guaranteed zapier and debuff by the way mm. so this is not even the red nerf registeel so 
Vani had a registry on his team, and I I had Runigas. Sure, I had a Runigas, which beats which which is like the hardest wall to the registry. But I think he had a knock. He had the flyer as well. Like he had some he had a pitch shot, I think, or something. So like it was just bit very RPS for him and RPS for me. And I don't think I had a lot of hard checks to registry otherwise. So I was like really scared. Like if I get one bad alignment, like I can't win. Like that's yeah. what I was a lot very scared about. So yeah, yeah registry was a real boring pooper sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I had Malamar, which has a superpower, but like I would, I, do, I don't think anyone would ever say that. Like okay, yeah, Malamar is gonna beat the registry, <laughs> no, right? It so definitely like, doesn't. Yeah. Maybe you bait like four yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think even two superpowers back to back. Maybe no. don't they don't even scale probably. So yeah, I was not not very. Uh, fortunately, like I didn't end up battling him. My most difficult battles were definitely. I think Jason was really difficult for me, and and I I don't like to say it again and again, but I think he made he like both of us played very very well. He made a very tiny misplay in the finals, like which cost him one of the games, and I think like that really decided everything. Like this this one small misplay he made. That really, really gave me the win. But like his matchup was red. He again, he has Steelix, and if I and I had no hard checks to this team, and I had no ice types in my team, so I had no hard checks to Dragonite either. He had a Dragonite on his Shadow Dragonite on his team. So I, and here I am with a Jumpluff trying to beat the Dragonite, and and like okay, Jumpluff has Fairy Wind and Acrobatic, but like it's still not the not the matchup I was comfortable with, so like somehow I ended up winning that, and that was like really, really fortunate. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. a good point overall. Though it's it's definitely skill based, but it's a little bit luck based, and it's a little bit of what your opponent chooses to do, right? Because when you all have the same technical knowledge, it really comes down yeah. to play style and reading your opponent, and also being able to call baits or if it's an actual big move. Uh, Martin's told me he never not baits, so that's something that you can know if you ever play against him. He's he's. <laughs> uh, but uh, I wanted to ask you. You've talked about this format, and obviously you're good at building teams out of interesting formats like this draft. Uh, what is your favorite to play? I know you, you said you're on the GBL leaderboards. You've you've obviously proven that you do well in the show six pick three. Is there a one format that you're like, if I could only do this, this is the one that I would choose. Um, it's definitely not going to be GBL. I think I think Show Six Pick Three in general, uh, like, has been pretty good for me. Uh, like, I I love I love I think I feel that like self solo was a bit static in the sense that okay, like I think mo the way mostly everyone plays self solo is that you decide one team at the beginning of the month, and for that monthly meta, you just keep using that team. But I personally like some of my favorite metas have been like uh i have i didn't actually play it but like i think echo in this world was was really interesting i didn't actually ended up playing echo but i feel that the idea that you have to change your team every bout every week and like you have to catch up to what your opponent can do like that really brings out the best of your team building so i i i think like weekly metas week not not pan, i'm not talking about pandemonium where the meta fluctuate but like just a standard show it bantu meta which in which you have to pick your teams weekly and you can't run keep running the same teams because 
of course like you bound to get hard countered i think that's the sort of metas i like to play right now right now i mean it can change future yeah that's a good point definitely a good point one of the things that uh, i found i i started playing gym breakers again i don't know if you played gym breakers too but yeah, like that's yeah. that's different right because you can't see your opponent's previous teams and then you yes. basically don't have to change i did wait is it a new round yet no i didn't change my team for three uh for three uh, times in a row now because it's not needed right while in uh yeah. like factors you kind of have to over and over um i have a topic that i love asking uh indian people and that is how did you feel about the fast move denial fix this has been a while ago but i think this changed a lot for like apex players right yes definitely i feel that i feel that i feel that any of the players that have been put on the map in the past one year like not just including me i think Nawai empire is a famous indian player at the moment like he said plumber leaderboard multiple times i think bilze boy is someone who many people are aware about uh i don't think they would be as consistently on the top if fmd hadn't been taken away like the day fmd went away i think i had like a 25 20-5 set just because like it just like evened out like, like it it was pretty bad for us because we would lose i i had to master a particular skill in self before this which was like randomly cmping so i would play play out an umbreon mirror and knowing i can never win that matchup like i would try to cmp with my opponents because like my like they I, if i don't cmp they always win those matchups so like frostlass mirror was unwinnable for indian players like uh, 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 an na player could go for a shadow ball every time and i could avalanche bait and i would still lose because they deny and i and i can't and they they can sneak and i cannot so yeah definitely it made a huge difference and if you look at the i i think if if any of the viewers are like you guys you look at the self finals ward from last year like it's i think it's on youtube at the moment like there are multiple times i i stored like moves at 1 hp or i got off like moves at 1 hp like like imagine if it denies like that just never happened so i feel that i can just never win with fast move denials so do you also think it works like the opposite way do you think like some players have like fallen out of grace because of it right like players like uh, um eu and na players that used to have it a lot so it's interesting because i actually did look it up a bit so there's this website which uh, which which is like 9db which which keeps an archive of all the, the like daily leader reports mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. you can you can go back you can go back to like is that the japanese season the gwen see yes yes yeah. so yeah. you can you can go back and like go five seasons ago and see who like who was on the leaderboard that that day so i have and, and they, nowadays like they store the the name of the country like associated with the player as well so surprisingly the number of like like many players do say that you know the number of na players like hitting legend or doing well on the leaderboard had decreased but surprisingly it was already decreasing way before fmd was gone and so after fmd was gone it went down a bit but i think many people like they readjusted themselves and they came back up so like right now it's pretty stable and i think if you look at the demographic like it's, it's like japanese players hit hit are always the most on the leaderboards and after that it's still still north america it's still, it's still the us actually not just north america but still the us so like i would say it the 
very aftermath it affected things a bit uh but like i think many players picked it back picked it back up however i do know of many players uh from na in particular who used to hit legend with like ease and now like they have to struggle like they do hit it eventually but like earlier i would be hitting it on the on the seventh week or the eighth week of gbl like second month and they hit it like within one month and now i i i i hit i, I made legend this season like within the first week of uh, july so but like many players like they, they take a lot of time to hit legend and i i i think it's 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 best to like not take any names right so like it's it's uh, yeah so But no, I we, definitely we think for love it, the controversial content. We love <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I, 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 uh, some someday, someday. Um, yeah, but like for India, it was it was really beneficial. Like it it definitely allows us to compete on an international level in a much better in a much better standing, much better way for sure. It's like you know how uh, athletes when they're training they have to they wear like lead vests or like ankle weights when they're running. Mm. Uh, it must have felt like this for you guys, where it's like that you're training with like all these handicaps. You know, you have the fast move denial, yeah. everyone's sneaking, and then all of a sudden it gets fixed, and it's like you're all of a sudden you're running without like these heavy weights on you. And I, I really think that it was definitely a, a turning point for a lot of the world to take notice that the other yes. regions are just as competitive and maybe even better because they had to work with this disadvantage. Definitely, and a, a very classic example. Uh, that is in very good context with like this, like the worlds that is going on. So like this time, three Indian teams made top eight. Last year, I wasn't in the my team wasn't in the worlds. We were in the king of the hill, and uh, I remember like in particular this matchup where I was facing a bigly tough with my art with an Artikuno, and they snuck three extra charms over my Artikuno, and like like remember like it's 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 gonna be like what. Five, five and four for every icy win. So three charms. I got denied on every. Like okay, I didn't get denied as such, but like they threw just one move, I think, and I got denied. So like they 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 knew that they can just sneak every time, and I cannot deny. It. Like it it works. They they can still sneak, and like it's 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 all right. But like like earlier, like I think like people would just. I have lost Oftagoon mirrors because like people would just throw cross chop right away and. If I throw my cross chop, I they sneak a move. So if I don't CMP, like I had to master this very weird art, which was like CMPing for no reason. Like if if I don't CMP the obstacle in the obstacle mirror, I can't win that game. So like it, it's it's just really weird, and I I'm glad we don't have to. Do, it's it's more consistent now. It's it's so. like it's like the opposite world that I hear this. Like I used to, and Amanda can tell you everything about it that I denied everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we played an all-star yeah. and she had uh, she had Tho uh, in voice, right? Tho tactical. And yeah. whenever I play against Tho or he's involved, I want to throw on alignment just to piss him off, right? <laughs> so I tried against a map that it worked consistently. And this Every is just time. a different world, right? For for me, obviously, there's no frustration to it. There's only benefit, but I can... Uh, yeah. And obviously, when I played against others, I also noticed the frustration, even though I shouldn't... I was quite privileged with it, so I shouldn't really have a complaint. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a different perspective to it. Um, yeah, the issue was only the acknowledgement. Like, I don't think like if you can deny, like I don't think you you can like you can like not deny. But like there were many players who were always like trying to justify it and yeah. were, were like saying that. I I remember like someone who put on a theory that it's actually skill based and you have to 
tap on the screen in a certain way. The, the three finger method. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like you have to tap within the first zero. I have heard theories where someone said you have to tap within the first zero point one second. Like, how am I gonna do that? <laughs> like, just what? And they yeah. said you should. The best part is in. So, like, the best part is if I'm battling an Indian player, I would deny against them, and they would likely deny against me. So, like, Indian India versus India, we deny against each other. Versus Europe, I would. They would not always deny. Sometimes deny, but in the US, they would always deny. So like sneak in there always like it's very inconsistent and weird and it wasn't to do with some people said okay like you know like uh, you are very far away from the antic servers then how are two indian players like denying against each other it just it just made no sense so i think it was it was like a region based thing probably like or or how they dealt with i, I it's just very difficult it, to know it was an annoying inconsistent thing let's just keep it yes. to that yeah <laughs> yes um, i'm i'm glad i'm really glad they fixed it Absolutely, and it was right before Worlds too. Now, yeah, um, moving on to the next topic, um, I want to talk about the Indian qualifiers from last year and this year. Um, I consider you as one of the one of the best Indian players, especially after winning Silver Worlds, right? Can you tell us about your experience in the Indian qualifiers for uh, for the what's it called the TPC uh, tournaments? Yeah, Qualify yeah, for Pokemon. Worlds, yeah. For the play Pokemon tournament, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's so last year it was we had an Indian qualifier and then we were put in a pool of we were put in a second round, which which was a pool which last this is last year, which consisted of Indian players, Thai players, uh, Singapore and Malaysia. I think four. It was just countries. like a, one tournament for APEC or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like. Right. So right now, it's it's right. I'll I'll compare it to like this this year's worlds. Uh, this year, uh, India had its own thing. So like two players qualified from India, two players qualified from Thailand, two players qualified from Singapore, and so on. But last year, it was like from India, Singapore, Thailand, Malaysia, etc. Like these small con India plus all the other small countries in 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 APAC in Southeast Asia. Only three players qualify together. Like overall. I think I think I was in the top eight, but I unfortunately did not qualify. So last year, uh, and this is one. This is just one regional, by the way. This year, I can make a lot of excuses, but like I felt that in particular, maybe it's to do with multiple things. I I did not make it uh, to the to the worlds. I did not make it to the top two. Uh, um i think i think the meta was really bad because i remember like leading a trevenant into noctowl multiple times and it was just over like i couldn't really do anything about it uh like it was a bit of rps because like i am doing this thing where i am trying to set up my trevenant i know that they, if i don't lead my trevenant they can lead their somporter medi every time or resil every time and i'm trying to run anti noctowls in the lead every time and i'm trying to like play it out so they like, set up my trevenant and despite doing all of this I lead my Trevenant and it's a knockdown. Like there's nothing I can do about it. So, and I think that's like Trevenant into Noctowl was one of the worst matchups to come out from. Like it's, it's. I think it's. I think like it's downright impossible to flip that. I don't think like, you come out of that matchup. Yeah, so it's, it's like an installer. So like, yeah. I think the current play Pokemon meta like has been much better, for sure. Uh, like lots of play. I don't even think Noctowl is like that common anymore. Like I've seen. 
I, I have been talking to a bunch of players who have qualified for the play Pokemon finals and they have they have sent me their teams and Noctowl doesn't even seem like it's going to be meta. Lantern doesn't even seem like it's hard meta anymore. Like it's 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 a lot more diverse. It's 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 definitely like I have seen Kanto Ninetales being meta now. Like it's it's uh, Dewgong being around, Sandslash being around. It's definitely much more diverse. I think Medi always stays strong mm-hmm. in every team. Medi has been there for a long time. In in the middle, even Medi was not that common for some time. But uh, like I mean, I mean, people were using Swamp for T9 cores, so like Medi was not that common for some yeah. time. But then like Medi's back still, and many people just use Medicham everywhere. Um, yeah, definitely. I am I am not particularly happy with not being able to reach uh, Yokohama, but uh, the way I see it, like next year, always a possibility. Like I don't plan to quit the game. Like quit, quit the game anytime soon. At least like the bigger circuits like play Pokemon. I don't plan to quit them anytime soon. And uh, fortunately, next year I'm planning to travel to Europe to at least participate in like EUIC or to one, us. Of the, one of the tournaments. Yes. So uh, that that should be that that would be really fun. Yeah, and and when when you're abroad in the Netherlands, I just want you to know that there's a much more fun and interesting country that's like. Literally no, no, less no, than no, an no, hour no, away. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I already see where going. <laughs> yes, uh, I think I I do agree that uh, I do agree that Germany is uh, a fun place to hang out. Good one, good one. <laughs> something. No, that is exciting. I'm I I mean I I ask this question quite a lot, and since you are one of the more skilled players globally and you've had a chance to play against a lot of people around the world do you think there is a difference in play style in the different regions like how do you think that you fare against eu is it just going to be an easy clap for you uh, and then you'll be able to get your qualification there you know i don't think so i think just my idea of playing in eu is i think i, I it's a bit of a controversial opinion but i think Australian regionals are relatively easier than the other other ones, uh, and they're not not no fault of the Aussie players, but like it's just that I think like the that just not too many players. I remember one of the con- one of the regionals had just twenty eight or twenty nine players, like if I remember reading that, or like maybe like forty or fifty players. That's not a lot compared to, for example, like NAIC, which is which is just stacked completely. So. Uh, I don't think I will necessarily win in Europe. It's just a matter of having more regionals. So like, okay, I I did not make it to worlds, and it, but India had only one regional. Like I, I and there are various examples of like like I, right now I was just looking at a list of all the players who have qualified like half an hour ago, and uh, like I see like tw- more than twenty American players, and. Most of them wouldn't make it if they had one regional, right? So like it, it's it's a matter of the it's a it's a matter of having multiple regionals to compete in. Like I maybe it sounds a bit overconfident of me, but like if I had maybe ten regionals to work with, I think I would be going to Yokohama like eventually. So it's uh, it's it's unfortunate, but like it is what it is. Like it's okay. Yeah. No, I I, I do think you make a good point though. Like the more regionals there are. And especially if already qualified players are going to some of those, that world invite even cascade down to top eight. Um, that just yeah. makes it easier, uh, indeed. So no, I do agree on that. And 
yeah, that's uh, that's that is what it is, uh, unfortunately, at the moment. Um, the one I do want to ask about, uh, because that's something like a completely unknown topic on my side. Like, how is the Indian qualifier exactly organized? When we do it in like Europe and NA, there is like uh, th there's this website RK9, and you can sign up there. You pay and you sign up, and then you go to a location. How is that done for the Indian qualifier? So no, for the past two years, uh, the Indian, Indian and Asian qualifiers in general, they have been organized through this uh, gaming organization called WCS, I think. That's what it's called. No, no WCS is the Indian regional. It's, it's organized through um, this particular, it particular organization. I forgot the name. It's not RK9. Uh, um, so they organize it it's it was really i i personally wasn't a huge fan of it it was 250 256 people in one day so it's an eight rounder with 45 minutes and they kept per round and they kept extending it by 15 minutes and it's a swiss swiss it's a swiss not even a double elimination by the way with swiss rounds eight play, eight swiss rounds eight in number over 170 players one one round is one hour with the with breaks in between so a tournament that went on from 12 pm in the afternoon to 9 pm in the night which was it's too long like it was it was i i don't think like i think i i feel that sometimes like tournaments like these may not be a fair assessment of who's skill wise better it may just be an assessment of who can sit for nine hours and play because I, I remember like many players who were six zero. I remember one player who was six zero and then he skipped around because he, he had, because like you can't spend the entire day doing this. So like he had to go somewhere. So he literally took a loss in one round and then he couldn't make it to the top eight, top 16 or top eight. Mm -hmm. So like it's, 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 it's pretty crazy. Like I think, they could definitely do with better organization of this event. It was, I think it was really the word for the word to use is grueling. I think it was, it was really grueling to sit, sit through this. It was really badly organized. I don't know if I get in trouble for saying that, but like it was. So you're, you're um, definitely entitled to your opinion, right? I mean, yeah, it was, I, I, I think, I think many people have the same opinion that it was not very well organized. Like they could have done rounds over two days or they could have done multiple like two two three regionals with like lesser people going from each regional but like having everyone crowd through is is not it's, it's just pretty grueling and like and it's not even a it's in-person regional by the way it takes place completely online so i'm sit i sat from 12 p.m to 9 30 p.m in my time like that's like i was battling the entire so Maybe maybe they could do with a double 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 LMs would take really long I think like one seventy people but uh, like they could probably just divide the number of players and like do the tournament separately I think that's the better way to go around it so yeah. yes I mean that we can only find out next year how how it's gonna be listen room on the subject of controversial topics of your opinion there and we can cut this if you don't want to talk about it but martin has a question that he likes to ask all the indians and i also have a question that i like to ask all the indians how ridiculous is my screen name 
when people see it for the first time in the Indian community? Yeah, I think uh, so. So it's it's. Am I a laughing stock of the Indian community? No. So 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 the thing is, this has been a very like. I I would say like you are not like it 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 stands out for sure. Uh, you are not the first person in the sense that like there's a university with that name, right? Like in Sweden, so, like uh, famously, like Lund University, they 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 started they turned off their comments or they stopped they they, they banned Indian people Indian people from commenting this on their Facebook pages at one point because it was getting too much and like like if. I, I let me put it this way if i am an indian player and if i go to if let's say i i am deciding to do like my masters or something like normally it's a very common thing for indians to like study abroad uh if i go to lund university to do my masters i would rather not place it like anywhere in public or like it is it is it just it just but but it's it it works either way so like there are multiple indian names like that are made fun of like in in like the in like english speaking countries like for example i think like player's name hard like is a very very popular name hardik and if you say it in english it's it's just really unfortunate so like it, it i i really want to say that to you like it, it cuts both ways you know yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 okay for for yeah, those so, who don't know uh, lund apparently yeah. in a in, in <laughs> the eggplant emoji pretty much uh yes. and so my oh. name being a lund burger i think the first time i went to a discord server one of the indian guys was like whoa this name is not suitable for work <laughs> yeah <laughs> not a burger i want to eat <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah it's 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 it 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 can it can be a bit funny at times absolutely <laughs> Speaking of names, and this might come out of the blue, where did you get your name from, Vroom Vroom Pow? Yeah, so um, like Vroom, like Vroom is a common nickname that many of my IRL friends have for me. It it matches like my real name uh, quite a bit, and like Vroom Vroom Pow was something I just came up with because I think I think there's this. song which is like boom boom pow mm-hmm. and some people were like saying vroom vroom so i just like made it like i i just like wanted to have a cool name so i just like came up with vroom vroom pow and i like i i am pretty happy with this name so <laughs> it's 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 that, that's really it but like yeah vroom matches vroom is like a irl nickname for me and like it's many people who don't even know that i play pokemon go or like who are not involved in this at all like they also call me vroom. So multiple people have independently come up with the nickname room for me like throughout my lifetime so matches my real name quite a bit so yeah it's just something that i came up with after that That's all right cool. all right uh also on the subject of names uh we're going to have you name a few people room room and this is the sort of the iconic thing that we do on this podcast we're going to ask you to name a person in the pvp community who you consider a crabrawler and this would be someone who is maybe not super well known within pvp but you think is incredibly good like a scrappy player or someone maybe just starting out but they have a lot of potential and then also want you to name um, a champion and this would be someone who is already well known in the community and you think that they really have a shot of becoming like world champion and play pokemon or silf or something like that okay so um potentially potentially i would say i mean there are lot lots of indian players but um, 
I think, I think, uh, I think, like I have to say, not necessarily, not necessarily well known, but like, it's 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 tough to name a, it's tough to name players who are not well known, I think. But uh, I think uh, um, right now, a friend of mine, he he he's actually the top four. uh this this player named dekachan from india his uh, i think he has a lot of good potential like he's not been on the map as such over the last like i think he's more styled like coming uh, on the map over the past 6 months or so like he, i don't think he was that well known before but like he's been doing really great like if you look at his actions you got it's really good like he's been doing he's been doing like he's been like on the front page in tbl so i think like someone like him can like really really suddenly make uh an international appearance um from a champion i think i have to say like right now i may be a bit biased because i watched the na regionals and na continentals for self and i think like dialup is just plays on a different level at the moment like i think i i i think it's i i think i may not be even wrong if i say like if like faction dialup is the only player at the moment who can potentially win who i would say is a favorite to win faction worlds self worlds and play pokemon worlds like all three because like if you look at his gameplay it's, i think i think it's tough to find something like that's not perfect most of the time so someone who i would be very excited to face if i can reach the finals again i would be like really excited to face someone like dialup so definitely someone who right now i look up to Cool. Very cool. Yeah, that is pretty correct. Um, I have one more question, but this one's for you, Amanda. Uh, I think this is your chance to formally apologize to the Indian community. Oh, I did. I did say <laughs> that I would apologize if I proved wrong. So uh, we're gonna end on that note. India, Asia in general. I'm so sorry. I underestimated you guys, and turns out you guys are a very cracked region with many very good battlers. And on that note, thank you Vroom Vroom Pal for being on and we'll see everyone in the next episode. Yes, thank, thank you for so coming much. on Vroom Pal. Much appreciated. All right, we will see you next week in the next episode. See ya. Bye.